All right, now, here, guys, here's a song I love that I love to play aloud, but at the same time, it's one of those white people moments that you just struggle to struggle. White people cool. struggle moment. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so crazy. Really have to say murder, mo murder, and kill a kill. I mean, it's so much. And the N words after every single line. But it's so fucking good. I don't understand why we didn't get much radio play back then. If I fuck this model and she just bleach her asshole and I got bleach on my t shirt, that make me an asshole. All right, that's not what we come to represent at all today. That's not what we come to do at all. Today, I've come to, I guess, feed the streets, talk about a street hip-hop album. This is Thursday Throwbacks. You know, it might come out Friday some days. It might come out Saturdays some days. I don't give a fuck. I don't have that much. Not that I don't appreciate y'all, you know, you listening right now, but I don't have that much of an audience yet where it's like I got to stick to a strict schedule and a strict timetable you get the show when you get it i appreciate it tell a friend to tell a friend i don't want to set the show off on a woe is me moment or on a you know jaded moment but you know original content does not get you very far in this world if you're not if you don't have that name, you know, you got to have a name for people to care about. And I don't really have that name that people care about. So the, the show is going to do what it does unless people spread word. I'm not begging nobody to spread word, but, you know, it's going to be what it is. And I'm, I'm going to keep doing this as long as I'm inspired to. I do hope that the audio quality on this one is okay because my macbook pro died on me and i'm recording this now through a macbook air i mean my microphone is pretty decent as far as i know but i'm recording this now through a macbook air and i just hope you enjoy this one so with no further ado mop warriors an album from 2000 the album that kind of blew them out of the water if you know if there was a moment where you could pinpoint okay this is when mop not necessarily crossed over but when they had their moment of mainstream fame and that's all on the strength of annie up of course a song i'll talk about in a moment i'm gonna i'm gonna run through it song by song i'm gonna talk about each song and i'm gonna rate each song you know and i'm going to talk about each song and i'm gonna play some of the songs and we're just gonna walk you through this album if you've never heard it it's what i'd consider a classic uh that's what this show is we discuss classic music on this show so warriors well let me start by saying a couple of things i'm from new york but i'm not from the streets of new york i'm from harlem you know there was street shit going on in my circumference if you will but I think the worst thing I probably saw was crackheads. I didn't, I've never seen any murders. I've seen a few guns that were, you know, carried by people other than police. But I've never seen any murders or shootings or nothing. I've never even been stuck up. 
thankfully. I was stuck up kind of with a razor blade uh, once coming home from school. This is high school. But I don't even count that as a stick up because it was just like, I kind of just took my chances. And I was just like, look, I ain't got nothing on me. I ain't got no money, you know. It is what it is. And I just kind of walked away from that situation. And they just let me go. Because I, I kind of use my street smarts to say like, okay, a stick-up kid is not really going to... I mean, I don't, I don't even think most stick-up kids will like shoot you. Unless they're just like... You know, I think the mentality of a stick-up kid is trying to put fear into you. But I don't think they will shoot you if you don't, you know, if it looks like you don't have anything on you and you don't have anything to give them. Okay, like if, if you just flashing, you know, with a chain or whatever, then, you know, or you flashing with like a, a fancy car or, or some fancy clothes, then a stick up kid might, you know, you know, might have a good reason to press you. But if you're a high school kid, you know, just nondescript and a stick up kid is just trying to get like a couple of dollars off of you and you have a couple of dollars on you in your wallet and all they're holding to you, all they're holding up to you is a razor blade. That's a situation where you could just be like, hey, I ain't got shit. You know, you just keep a, you know, keep your po- poker face on. You just be like, I ain't got shit. And that's it. And then just keep moving basically these were kids like around my age so they weren't like grown men that put no fear into me i was like i ain't got shit and i walked away from that unscathed i mean i had like a couple dollars on me but i was like i ain't got it it ain't a gun in my face it ain't you know it's a razor blade anyhow my point is i didn't really grow up around you know street shit no you know no dangerous shit really But, and still, I am a pretty fair-sized MOP fan. I'm not like an MOP stan, uh, but I was into them long before Warriors, okay? I've not heard To The Death, their debut, because I'm just... I feel like that's one of them albums where you're like, you almost gotta be from Brooklyn to have heard the album. That and, like, Smooth The Hustlers album, I've never heard... But I've heard, like, the Gangstar shit. I've heard J. Rule's albums. But, like, you gotta be, like, a hardcore Brooklyn. Just Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I'm not from Brooklyn. Uh, but you gotta be, like, a hardcore Brooklyn to have heard to the death. But I did hear Firing Squad. I bought Firing Squad either on bootleg cassette or on real cassette from Nobody Beats a Wiz on the strength of... Songs like Stick to Your Guns and World Famous. Those songs were on Clue Tapes. DJ Clue, if you don't know. If you don't know who DJ Clue is, I don't know why you're listening to this. But they were on Clue Tapes. And it was like, okay, this MOP album is going to be cool. I mean, of course I heard How About Some Hardcore. But it was like, okay, this MOP album is going to be... It sounded like it's going to be something. I love that. I bought... I want to say the third album was First Family for Life on CD... Yep, that's what it was, 1998. I love that. Like, they, they they were on a steady run of, like, every two years you would get an MOP album. 94 was to the death, never heard it. Firing Squad, personal classic, bought it. First Family for Life, very good, 1998. Firing Squad was 96, and then Warriors was 2000. 
after that, it took them like nine years. I mean, they was probably riding a wave of Annie up and just living life, you know, off of off of Warriors. But uh, Foundation was 2009. That was a good album. I've never heard anything after that. Uh, they released a project called Sparta with Snow Goons and never heard it. And I'm sure they've released some other EPs as well. Never heard anything after the album that was called Foundation in 2009. So, song by song, Warriors. While, like I'm saying, my point is while I'm not, you know, from the streets, you don't really have to be a street person to love street hip-hop. Clearly evidenced by all of these white dickheads who are into... ATL trap rap, N nothing against ATL trap rap, but a lot of white dickheads are into that genre and that style of music. Alright, so with no further ado, the album M.O.P. Warriors, song by song breakdown. If you hear fabric or anything in the mic that sounds like just noise, I'm on multitasking duty, I'm on husband duty, I'm on... Folding clothes duty, okay? Tip for anybody who is soon to be a husband or a husband or like in a long-term relationship or you live with somebody, do what you got to do to stay out the doghouse and learn how to multitask and all of that. Like if you have your own interests that work against, you know, the betterment of the household sometimes or, you know, you have your own things that you're consumed with that might work against what you got to do for the household, learn how to combine all that shit so i'm on multitasking duty you might hear me folding clothes in the mic while i discuss this album because my wife will be home in like half an hour and i don't want her to be like oh why the clothes not folding i was like nigga i had to do this podcast so that's my life talk for the day but uh the album mop warriors intro done by dj premier dj premier is a heavy collaborator with them, I don't really have a rating for the intro. It's just basic. If you know who DJ Premier, if you don't know who DJ Premier is, turn this show off right now. But DJ Premier, you know, basic breakdown where he scratches you. If you're the artist and you have some phrases that you said in the past, DJ Premier will cut up your vocals for you, and that's what that that was his you know trademark style. Cutting up your own vocals to say, you know, this is who the artist is. Okay, Welcome to Brownsville was, I guess you could call it track number one, but it's like track number two because there was an intro. Welcome to Brownsville, I rate that like a seven or eight. It took a little while for the album to heat up, but when the album heated up, it was just banger after banger after banger. Kind of like the, and I don't I don't want to make everything about Kendrick, but kind of like To Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly is a great album. To me, it's a personal classic album. But it took a little while to heat up. And then towards like the middle of the album, it just went on a crazy run. It was just like, yo, song after song after song after song was a banger. And that's kind of what uh, MOP Warriors was like. So that was like 7 out of... 7 or 8 out of 10. Every Day is song number 2. Featuring the product G&B of Maria Maria fame, Carlos Santana, and Wyclef John fame um it was kind of unnecessary i mean like mop is not a radio group so i don't know why they had the product gmb like a, a whole song with you know product gmb singing about street shit i guess 
I'm not a singer, so I'm not going to attempt to do what they did, you know, perfectly. But it's like, every day we keep it gangsta, living thugged out. So what y'all motherfuckers want to do? And then at the end, it was just like really unnecessary where they were breaking into their own rendition of New Edition. New Edition, if it isn't love, they broke into If I Ain't a Thug, Why Do I Feel This Way? Why Does Crime Stay On My Mind? Um, you, sh- you should get the melody of New Edition's If It Isn't Love. Like, if you're a younger listener, go hear that. Just cl- just classic. Uh, I guess you could call that old school R&B. Okay, Annie Up. So, Every Day was a 7 out of 10. Annie Up, I give that an 8 out of 10. Um, produced by DR Period. I believe DR Period did a lot of that. Like I was talking about a little bit earlier, that smooth the hustler music that he did a lot of their stuff. Uh, from my understanding, he did a lot of smooth the hustler music. Like I believe he did, he was the man behind Broken Language. If you don't know what Broken Language is, just educate yourself. Smooth the hustler and Trigger the Gambler, quintessential New York rap record. Uh, Dr. Period. I believe he was behind that, but he did Annie Up. My only issue with Annie Up is. Played out. It's very played out. It's been on like movies, television shows. It's like the quintessential MOP song. Okay. Uh, Annie Up is also kind of celebrated or commemorated or memorialized through a Dilla record, I believe. Uh, Dilla record called Make Him Envy. I'm pretty sure. Make Him Envy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Little Fame's voice. Uh, being covered on that. Uh, we'll get to another really good Little Fame vocal sample in a minute on G Building. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about before I even get to it, you get like super duper hip hop points, but I'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, Annie Up, just 8 out of 10. It's a, it's a good record. It's a great record, but it's just very played out. I do like, though, the possible double meaning behind Billy Dan saying... I'm 999,000 short of a mil. Okay, so he, he could be saying, like, I'm a crazy person. You know how somebody says uh, a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic basket, something like that. Or, that you know, like, when you say I'm short. Or he could just be like, I'm broke. You know, I ain't, I ain't got the money. And this is a song about robbing you niggas. So, uh, Annie up, 8 out of 10. Face off. Produced by DJ Premier, two-part song kind of. I like the juxtaposition there, where it's like the Billy Dan's verse is talking about I'm trying to be a better man. I'm you know trying to grow out of this dumb street shit, and then Little Fame is like I'm still on that street shit. Okay, this was an album. I mean, they both wrapped their asses off, but this was an album where Little Little Fame went pretty damn nuts. On his album. Like, this is one of the better... This would probably be the album, you know, that I most associate with Little Fame just being a great-ass rapper. So, that's like 8 out of 10. Plus, the uh, the first part of the song... It's like two different songs, almost. The first part of the song is like just kind of like a dramatic movie scene kind of thing. And then, like, but like the second part is just some authentic New York Street shit with Little Fame on it. Uh, I give that like an 8 out of 10. It's a cool record. Let's see here. 
Warriors, I give that a nine out of ten. It's a it's a hard ass record. I mean, it, they they don't do nothing but make hard ass records. So Warriors, that's produced by some dude named Mahogany. Mahogany, Mahogany, oh Mahogany girl. Okay, Mahogany does not have a Wikipedia page. I couldn't tell you what else Mahogany did. Let's see here. G building. Uh, 10 out of 10. This is where like the, well, not even. <clears throat> well, like they really started to get, where the album started to heat up. But this is a 10 out of 10. Uh, this was the first 10 out of 10 record on there. There's a lot of 10 out of 10 records on the album. This is the first one. G building produced by MOP, it says. Fuck the fame. I agree. Fuck the fame. But I got four words for you. Don't fuck with fame. Because I will machine gun Kelly. Clap a dude. Write my name across your belly. I got my MOP. Ad libs and all that on point today. As I fold these clothes. Okay. So that's nine out of. No, that was a 10 out of 10. He rock. But what I was saying was. The vocal sample on this one, he says something like, it's so, ama- it's so amazing. It's the hell I be raising, still blazing. Something like, I don't know the exact line. I'd have to hear it to tell you. But that was what the homie, yo, this, this nigga Robert Crisgal. All right, so Robert, nothing against Robert Crisgal, but I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. He gave the album an A minus, like, Yo, Robert Crisco was like 93 years old. When this album came out, he was like 73 years old. Why is he rating hip-hop? I mean, he gave it a good rating. So I guess he's somewhat on point. But Robert Crisco need to sit his ass down. Like, just chill out. Fall back. Stop rating hip-hop at like as a 73-year-old white man. But anyway, um, speaking of white men, Exile of Blue and Exile fame used a line from G-Building. For Soul Amazing. Like, there were two songs with Amazing in it on that album. And I know I'm getting really nerdy right now, but... Yeah, I can't even say which one was the better song. They were were both bangers. Uh, But I think one was called Simply Amazing. And I don't know exactly where on the album that goes because there were two versions. I'm being like super nerd rap nigga right now. But there were two versions of Blue and Exiles Below the Heavens that dropped. They were kind of like different uh, sequence, different, like the, the original sequence of like the bootleg or the, the leak, that was perfection. And the one, that, the final version, it was like kind of kind of sketchy, not as good. But I think the song I'm talking about is Soul Amazing. That was towards the beginning on the retail and towards like the bottom half towards the end on the leak slash bootleg uh the song soul amazing where not only did he sample little fame's voice but he cut up little fame's voice to pay homage to Africa Bambata, Planet Rock, of course, where it was like the the little part of Soul Amazing or Still Blazing, the Zen part, he cut that up to go Zen, 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 Zen,
Yeah, I'm being like super nerd rap nigga. Shout out to like the one or two people that care about what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Anyway, that that's a great song though. I'm not gonna play Blue and Exile right now because you need to, if you're if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go and check out Blue and Exile Below the Heavens and you know get your weight up as a rap fan. Old timers. 9 out of 10. I mean, it's a great beat, but uh, it got like a 9 out of 10 because it's just like, I didn't really care for the singing. Uh, whoever these girls were singing. Back in the days, back in the day of when you dream about the old, old, old school. I didn't care for that. Uh, 9 out of 10. Good song. On the front line... 9 out of 10 produced by DJ Premier. 9 out of 10 for no reason other than he's done so much better, in my opinion. And the only way you could do better than a 9 out of 10 is a 10 out of 10, of course. It's a great song, but DJ Premier has a lot of 10 out of 10 MOP records. So I'm going to take my first break of the day and play for you. What I consider a 10 out of 10 MOP DJ Premier record that was not on Warriors. It was on Firing Squad, the album, two albums before Warriors. 1996, a song called Brownsville. I want to say what's up to the whole mother- motherfucking MOP. What? What? Just cause it's 
discovered that that the I don't want to say the original sample I don't know the super duper original vocal sample but the like I do know that the Brownsville Brownsville I know that that was used on Malcolm McLaren okay Malcolm McLaren of Buffalo Girls and the other one World famous. If you don't know what I'm talking about, like I'm, I'm, I'm being like super duper New York right now. But uh, there's a song called "World Famous" by Malcolm McLaren. I don't really know who or what Malcolm McLaren was. I just know that he was an important part of the downtown New York scene in like the early '80s. So I think he was like a producer slash composer slash he's some kind of musician. But he he wasn't an MC. He was just a he was just a, a white dude from my understanding. Um, but not only is that dope. You should check out that, and I'm 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 gonna go even more super random. You should check out a song by the Honor Roll, this crew out of the Bay Area, called I believe it's called Planetary Casanova, and they like kind of pay tribute to the Malcolm McLaren song with like boom, 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 the piano from World Famous. I'm just being like super duper random, and I'm rambling right now. But these are all important hip hop moments that you should check out. So here is where the just the, the endless stream. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight ten out of ten records that follow. I mean, for my personal taste, negotiate. This is like always like the happy song. Like it sounded like just a circus song, but like I always loved this record because it was like. Just it wasn't a happy song, but just the beat was like so happy for a group like MOP. Um, great song. Go go check. I mean, check out this whole album. But negotiate ten out of ten song. Follow instructions. I believe that's another DJ Premier banger. Incredible. Like they both. I couldn't even tell you who had the better song. I mean, who had the better verse on that? Just incredible. It's an incredible song. Okay. Follow instructions. Singers want to be gangsters. 
Little Fame, like, pre- Little Fame predicted where we would be in 2016. He said something like, what's up with these R&B singers rocking do-rags and braids? They thugged out now. Singers want to be gangsters. Gangsters want to be rappers. But Fizz is going to be famester. Famester is going to be slapper. Okay, so he goes by Fizzy Womack slash Little Fame, and he'll slap you. Put all that together. Singers want to be gangsters. Gangsters want to be rappers. But Fizz is going to be famester. Famester is going to be slapper. Okay? So, uh, great song. No final instructions. He rock. Calm down. Oh, great. It's a great song. 718 Brownsville. What the fuck you want, niggas? M O P Radio. Niggas never played us. I don't know where Fox is right now, but shout out to Fox. Uh, I believe she was like their manager slash loud ass homegirl for a minute. And this was like the album where Little Fame started to come into his own as a producer and he produced calm down that shit is heat rock uh, yeah billy dan said don't be handing me them bullshit story soldier stories i make noise you fucking with the original backstreet boys if you thought i was playing about folding clothes i'm really on this folding clothes grind right now listen to me you hear that that's clothes all right so power also produced by Little Fame. Another 10 out of 10 record. It, that's just like a hard ass. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like some like royalty shit almost. Like like a king sitting on his throne. Which is, it, it was a really hard record. Uh, go check out Power. And let's see here. To call the next song... A 10 out of 10 would not be doing it justice. Okay, the next song is Home Sweet Home, produced by Knotts. If you don't know who who Knotts is, he did a lot of classic Buster Rhymes shit. He did a lot of classic shit for the game, okay? I don't know if Knotts, if Jay-Z has a Knotts record. I know Jay-Z has a couple of Bink records. Uh, I believe Knotts and Bink are both from Virginia. I don't think Jay-Z has a Knotts record. But Knotts is amazing. And Home Sweet Home, to me, it's like the best or my favorite song on the album. Uh, no, it's not my... F- it's the best song on the album. It's not my favorite song on the album. Uh, the song that is my favorite song on the album is probably the song that follows Home Sweet Home. So Home Sweet Home is like 15 out of 10. The next song is my favorite. Home Sweet Home is the best. The next song is my favorite uh, if you heard the intro to the show, I don't tend to have a lot in common with Peter Rosenberg, but we both have like one of the same favorite MOP records, Background Niggas. And uh, I found that to be a, a pretty humorous uh, bit there about how he couldn't say the word and how it was such a hardcore song, but he loved it. And that's why I played it at the beginning of the show. Great. Great song. So here it goes, Home Sweet Home. Best song on the record, followed by Background Niggas, my favorite song on the record. Hey, yo, Devon. <laughs> it's for you, son. Check it. 
Go to it, street name, tweet game, rob you stupid Big trucks, get ones, ride exclusive You don't know me, and never will It's cold streets, don't approach me, you never build Nigga, home of the pickpockets Old fifth polish, lift Wallace Notorious like Chris Wallace Brooklyn! We dollar cab hop from bad block to bad block Coppers crash spots with padlocks to back up Handcuffs chasing brands in the wasteland Nigga These boys in the hood, poison the hood Downtown swinging loud, bringing noise in your hood. Come on, hold, sweet, hold. Black light, salute, salute. I'm never alone. Brooklyn, send them back home. Brooklyn, send them back home. Where you at? Hold, sweet, hold. Black light, salute, salute. I'm never alone. Brooklyn, send them back home. Brooklyn, send them back home. Where you at? Murder, 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 
come, kill him, nigga, kill him. Leave him slump back, fill him, dump cat, fill him. Murder my murder, nigga. Kill him, nigga, kill him. It's them back brown niggas, back down niggas. Murder my murder, nigga. Kill him, nigga, kill him. Leave him slump back, fill him, dump cat, fill him. Murder my murder, nigga. Kill him, nigga, kill him. Come the underworld. It's Vinci Womack, yeah. bitch, and I ain't yapping. I'm clapping, you ain't a murderer. Start walking for a blast, cause your breath smell like shit. From talking out your ass, hold that down. It's the invisible brand, feeling that stand up pawn, fertile ground. Make them leave. I try to, when I spit, I got him. Just believe. I shot him, make him hit rock bottom. You started some shit. See ya, wouldn't wanna be you, now you're selling up shit. Creek floating and diarrhea, your home skillet. You way out of my past, it's 725 in the Again, another 10 out of 10. Another, like, that's... That was when it was like, oh, shit. Little Fame can really... Produce the fuck out of some songs, okay? 
he had some line on the song about I wait until it's my turn, get on the stage, show my ass like Howard Stern. Because Howard Stern was like Fartman, and he was like, he had a character called Fartman, and he would show up to award shows and literally show his butt cheeks to the world. And But Little Fame said, not like that. Okay. That was like Little Fame's version. I'm, I'm getting super, I'm, I'm in like rap knowledge to rats right now mode. Rap knowledge to rap mode. But that was his version of the Capone and Noriega Stick You record where they said something about somebody wearing some Tommy Hilfiger drawers, check the crack of his ass. And then somebody ad-libs, you want some homo shit? Nah, kid, we on some real shit. So that was Little Fame saying, I'm not showing my ass like how it's stern. And just like the CNN record was like, you want some homo shit? Nah, kid, we on some real shit. I'm probably going to discuss the CNN War Report record one day. Because I'm running low on guests, so it's just going to be me. And you're going to have to love my voice if, you know, if you fuck with, if you're going to fuck with this show. Because I'm running low on guests and people that are agreeing to do the show. So it's just going to be me talking about music week after week on here. Okay, Operation Lockdown. That was another... Uh, 10 out of 10. Great record. Due to technical difficulties, if some of these parts sound a little different, you know, vocally, the vocal quality, if some of the vocal quality sounds different, and you're like, is he recording them at different times? Bitch, you guessed it. You was right. I didn't have the energy to do the... If you have a problem with the quality of a show that you're listening to for free, grah, grah, fuck nigga on site. Alright, so, yeah, I've been having all kinds of technical difficulties. Getting the show done, getting the show out to you people, but I'm still grinding. And I'm still, you know, doing what I gotta do. So, the last few songs were Roll Call by DJ Premier. It's a pretty good song. I give that a 9 out of 10. It's just, you know, the album is winding down at this point. What more, you know, can you do? You've hit us with banger after banger after banger after banger. They can't all be 10s. Uh, there were, there was a long stream of 10s, and then, you know, there were some 9s and 8s earlier in the album, but there's only like one real 7, and that's uh, Every Day with Product GMB or GMB Product, whatever they're called. Shout out to those guys wherever they are. Them and Christian both kind of just had a short run and then fell off. Christian, a Rockefeller, up in smoke, watching my life go down. You know, the best Christian appearance is, I think it's called Bring Back Your Love. It's basically a remake of Computer Love from the streets is watching soundtrack where jay-z says for the color a lot it's like a vintage jay-z versus it's like it's at least one uh jay-z verse might be two jay-z verses uh she strictly overdosed how them cats holding notes said the flow's no joke since you overpaid and i'm overpaid so i don't know anyway it was vintage like what he was like calling himself jigger era um he said the ad lib for the color a lot. 
I don't know why he kept saying for the color on that, but uh, Chris John, shout out them. Let's see here. I'm just rambling now. Foundation. Eight out of ten. That was the typical obligatory shout out to my dead homie song. It's a good song, but it's just it's another, you know, typical R.I.P. to my dead homie song. Gangstar had a couple of legendary ones. I do plan on discussing Moment of Truth on a future episode. There was a legendary R.I.P. song on, I believe, yeah, that was Firing Squad. I believe it's called Dead and Gone. Um, I think, I haven't heard Firing Squad in forever, but I think Ralph McDaniels of Video Music Box might have made an appearance on that. I think Stretching Bobito might have made an appearance on the beginning of that song, like shouting out uh, some guy named OG Boom Bang. I don't know if he is Little Fame's brother. I believe he's Little Fame's brother, OG Boom Bang. Uh, I don't think he was Billy Danz's brother. And OG Boom Bang was also shouted out on the last song on Moment of Truth, the Rest in Peace song. Uh, damn, Guru's not here anymore. I mean, I know Guru's been gone for a minute, like 2010, 2011-ish. But damn, Guru's not here anymore. Like, we'll never get a new Gangstar album. We'll never get a new Guru verse. Like, I don't, I don't even know if Guru would still be good at this point because he was like in his fifties when he passed. But it's just dawning upon me we'll never get a new Guru verse. At you know, as I'm recording this, and that's fucked up. So Foundation was like eight out of ten. Any of remix, I always found it unnecessary. Uh, just unnecessary. Any of was good on its own. It did not need Busta Rhymes. Uh, I respect Remy. Like, Remy had a few songs. Uh, I'm Conceited. That, that, was, that was cool. Uh, and whatever the other ones were, like I'm, I'm super tired right now, so I can't. Even, my brain is not even, you know, properly processing the the Remy uh, songs and shit. Uh, Remy did not make all my East Coast niggas get all the chips. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. That was Eve. Remy, ha oh, uh, whatever. I don't remember how it goes, but I know it goes, hey, whatever, whatever. That was Remy. So she had that one, and she had I'm Conceited. Shout out Remy. Oh, and she had the uh, Lean Back verse. Even though uh, that was like the biggest flop in the world. Lean Back has the statistic of being maybe the most, like, they, they like the, the facts are on the internet. I'm not making this up. The most spun record in radio rotation history like the most spun rap record in radio rotation history more than like all the bad boy stuff more than anything but yo that terror squad album flopped so hard i mean that was proof that you couldn't really sell albums just off of one hot song at that point in the game oh uh, so yeah the any up remix I always found it unnecessary with remy busta 
and Teflon. Fuck hip hop. Snatch pockets. Snatch jewels. Yeah, I, I found it just unnecessary. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just like, okay, y'all were trying to blow the song up even bigger. And that's probably the version people, a lot more people know. But because people that go to clubs, you know, they, they know that as the the version. You know, Buster Rhymes now. MOP now. That's cool. I'm I'm definitely discussing Buster Rhymes, the Big Bang at some point uh, in the near future on this show. Again, it's just going to be me talking because I don't have any really interested guests right now. Uh, I think my thing is going to be catching rappers when they're on tour in L.A. Like, underground rappers, though. Like, And when I say underground rappers, I mean, like, people that follow me. Okay, people who I could just shoot a DM to and I don't have to go through, like, their manager and, you know, I don't have to do the whole song and dance like people i've talked to you know in passing on twitter i could just shoot them a dm and be like yo you know whenever you're in town i mean like i'm not gonna say his name but somebody i consider legendary is gonna be in town in april and he's only here for one day before he makes another stop in uh california somewhere but i have that day off of work so i'm just gonna be like yo can we try to you know bang this out like, I'm not even going to tell them it's a podcast because people hear podcasts and they think they got to come to, like, a studio. They got to come to, you know, this place, that place. I'm just going to be like, yo, can I interview you? And then I'm just going to bring my laptop and we're going to record this, you know, if he's willing to, of course. So that's in April. I plan to do that. And that's it. All right. So you know what it is. SoundCloud.com slash Thursday throwbacks. Wife is home. She's in the background talking with my in-laws. On the phone, we're gonna take it up out of here for the day. Holler at y'all soon. I will be back. Alright, so I will holler at y'all soon. Thank you for tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Holler at your boy. Thank you. Have a good one.